Hey guys, you're listening to Wags and Whiskers. I'm your host, June, here with my very fluffy co-host, Oliver. Join us for another episode of Wags and Whiskers. Good morning, Wags and Whiskers tribe. This is June, your host, here with Mr. Fluffy, a.k.a. Oliver, coming in late at night again because we have had a long weekend. Obviously, it's Labor Day weekend. Today is Labor Day. I hope you guys are having a good Labor Day. If you're off, if you're not, I still hope you're having a good day. This weekend started college football. I hope you guys got to see your favorite teams if you are a football player or not a football player. If you are a football fan, I am. We are the University of Florida all the way. Go Gators. And um, yeah, so we got to watch football. So it's been an excited weekend. And then tomorrow we get to get up and do it all over again. According to my daughter, we are going to have a pool party again tomorrow with Alexa and play some music trivia, if you've never played that on Alexa. It's pretty fun. I don't know how she found it, but she found it, so we play it. Anyways, I hope you guys have had a good morning. With that being said, I'm going to get started. Today, I'm going to do a dog by the name of Tracker. And I chose this dog today because obviously... On this Saturday, we have the 20th anniversary of September 11th, and I think this is the perfect dog to do for this week, and yeah, just to remember everything, I'm sure we're going to have a lot of new shows, I say shows, but new things come out this year since it's the 20th anniversary. I know every year this comes around, I always... Um, basically just binge watch just the September 11th movies and videos and just everything that comes out, just remembering the day in general, just because of everything that happened that day. Um, I think like most of us, we can all remember where we were, what we were doing, and just how it changed the United States in general, um, I think the people that went through it, although now we have babies that are old enough not to remember it, um, I think the people that did go through it will forever remember it, remember what the United States was before and after September 11th and the days that came after we were attacked and um, just how we felt and how everybody was so together and that there was no... It didn't matter about race. It didn't matter about your gender. It didn't matter, you know, what you did or who you were. Um, we were just all one together. We were all united. It was it was a, such a sad event, but it was an amazing thing what it did for the United States then, which gave, gives me belief and gives a lot of people belief that everything that's going on right now, we can be united. We were united that day. Um, September 11th in 2001. But anyways, I'm going to get to the story. Today's story is going to be about Tracker. Tracker was a male German Shepherd. He was born in 1994. And his trainer, the person that owned him, was a man named James Symington. I hope I'm saying that right. 
He was a complaint, um, a ca- Canadian police officer, and he was one of the founders of a canine unit called um, Halifax Regional Police. Like they, it was like uh, founders of that. And he served for 13 years over there, and Tracker was his dog. And his dog, Tracker, was trained in Czechoslovakia. Well, excuse me, it's the Czech Republic. Sorry, I'm still way back in the day when it was Czechoslovakia. It was the Czech Republic, and then after he was trained, Tracker was trained over there, he joined the um, the police force in 1995. Um, he was actually 14 months old when he became the dog canine unit for them. Tracker worked for them um, for six years and he found over one million in contraband, one million dollars in contraband and he found like missing people and and basically he arrested hundreds of criminals in his six years that he was with uh, um, the police force. So this story gets kind of interesting. So in May of 2001 um, they decided, the police department decided um, they were going, or the police, the regional police decided that they were going to go ahead and retire Tracker, which, I mean, the dog had already found like a million dollars in contraband. I mean, come on, people. But they went ahead and they said that they were going to retire him after only six years. And James, his canine handler, was like, um, no, I do not want you to retire, retire him because of the fact that you guys, when you retire the canine dogs, you guys euthanize them. So no, I'm not going to let you do it. So actually, James was actually not having that one bit. So what James ends up doing is he takes medical leave for an ongoing injury in his elbow. And so he's also saying, you know, this is an occupational um, stress and it's a hostile work environment. So basically, it prevented the department from euthanizing Tracker at the time. And, you know, he just didn't believe in euthanizing these canine dogs that, you know, obviously they've been they've grown to love. I'm sure every canine handler grows to love their dog. So... James is on medical leave, and he's sitting at home watching the stupid tube like we all do, and he's watching TV, and he sees what goes down September 11, 2001. So he's seeing what's going on in New York, and um, basically he and a, a guy named Joe Hall, he was a corporal, were like, you know what? We're going out there, we're taking our dog, and we are going to, to help them try to retrieve people from inside the rubble, because um, they watched it all on TV. So they decided to jump in the car. They drove 15 hours from Prospect Bay, um, Nova Scotia, to Manhattan to help look through the rubble. So they started looking through the rubble um, around six-ish, seven-ish. And basically what they were doing was, this was September 12th, by the way. So basically what they were doing was they were trying to find anybody that was still alive in all this rubble. And around six and seven, um, six or seven-ish, um, they thought that Tracker had found, like, I must say, a life hit, meaning that some there were signs of life under the rubble. And so the firefighters started digging, 
and they actually pulled out the last survivor out of the 20 that survived from when the buildings collapsed. They were um, Ganelle Guzman. Janelle Guzman, excuse me, I'm so sorry. Um, She was found under 30 feet of rubble, and she was the last person that was found alive inside or in the rubble um, from 9-11. And Guzman was um, an assistant with the Port Authority of New York and had climbed from the 64th floor down to the 13th floor when it fell. And she was actually trapped for 26 hours before a tracker had a hit on her, or, or an alert, I'll say an alert, had an alert that she was right under, under him in the rubble. So after Tracker found um, Guzman, Guzman or Guzman, I am so sorry if I'm saying this, this lady's name wrong, but after he found her, he still searched. He searched through the rubble, but on September 14th, Tracker actually collapsed um, from chemicals, smoke inhalation burns, he was exhausted, and basically he was treated with fluids, but because he had collapsed, James and Joe Hall, the guy that went with him, decided that, you know, it was the time, it was their time to go ahead and return back to Canada. So James heads home. Halifax Police. This is the place that he worked for. Actually saw James on TV when he was down in New York. And he got suspended with pay for participating in the rescue um, efforts in New York. I mean... He finds, his dog finds a person that is still alive in all this rubble, and he gets in trouble for it. And, I mean, he's supposed to be on medical leave, so, I mean, I can see it. I'm a supervisor. I can see why he got in trouble. But, anyway, he did get in trouble because he didn't get permission to go. But, anyway, so, he's he's suspended. He finally gets unsuspended. They said, hey, you can come back to work. And he's like, you know what? I'm not doing it. I'm... I'm not coming back to work for you guys. The working conditions are horrible here. And um, so basically they terminated his contract. I guess they do contracts down there for that that, um, police force. And so James sues the police force. And what I read was it was still pending as of 2008. But when I went to go look for it, I actually could not find it. But... I don't know. It might still be going on. But anyway, so James and Tracker were actually um, awarded the Extraordinary Service to Humanity Award um, by a Dr. Jane Goodall. Honored them. And then Tracker was actually named one of the um, history's most heroic animals by Time Magazine. So all this stuff was going on. And in 2008, this company by the name of BioArts International. And basically what they were doing was they did like kind of like an essay contest. This is, this is really, really weird. So they do this essay contest and basically they're like, hey, write in, tell us that your dog is worthy to be cloned and we're going to clone your dog. I guess it's like that's what they do. This company does. They, they clone dogs. So... Anyway, James writes in and is like, hey, my dog's the best. You know, he deserves to be cloned. And he actually ends up winning 
this essay contest. So this BioArts International, they took, um, they sent, they had samples of Tracker's DNA, and they send it to this um, South Korean veterinarian in this this lab. I told you this is kind of weird. And then they put his DNA into the egg cells and implant them in a female dog. And boom, June 2009, five clone puppies are are born. How weird is this, this crap? Sorry, I didn't mean to say shit. But so they have five puppies now. Okay, from freaking tracker. So they have these five puppies, but this company, this BioArts International, they like do this for people. Like this was like, hey, we're gonna clone your dog, and yeah, whatever, essay contest. But they actually do this for people. Like if you wanted to clone your dog, you could clone your dog, but it's only gonna cost you one hundred forty-four thousand dollars to do it for per puppy. So if the dog has five puppies times one forty-four, one hundred forty-four thousand. You do the math. I'm horrible with math, so I'm not even going to attempt it. But, yeah, so they will clone your dog for you if that's what you want to do. So, of course, every single animal welfare group is like, there's going to be stuff wrong with these puppies. They're going to suffer health problems and la la You know how the health groups do. No offense to them, but, I mean, let, let the dog have his, like, 10 minutes of fame cloning five puppies, okay? Just let this doctor in South Korea clone some puppies, okay? South Korean doctor, okay? Unfortunately, Tracker died in April of 2009. So Tracker never actually got to see his his puppies. Um, he died in April of 2009, and the puppies were born in June of 2009 but obviously Tracker was like he made media worldwide he was on like CNN the CBS early show US Today Los Angeles Times Dog World and I mean just so many more I mean he was featured in People Magazine I mean he lives on he, he still does live on but basically Tracker in his later years um, he had a neurological disease and he lost use of his limbs and obviously it was contributed to the smoke inhalation he suffered from the World Trade Centers just like, you know, the people did until Tracker passed away. Um, there's this place called Pospice, P-A-W-S-P-I-C-E. It actually outfitted Tracker with a cart so he could actually you know, move his front legs and kind of power himself around until he did pass away. So, um, that organization is, um, it's an end of, a lot, end of life organization out of California. So good people right there. It's kind of like a hospice for pets, but anyway, so, you know, Tracker obviously suffered from, well, you know, the smoke inhalation from the World Trade Center. But they still have these these five clone puppies, and um, they were actually being trained. And guess who was actually training him? James actually got is got to and was still doing in 2011 was training these puppies to do basically what Tracker was doing. But James, let me tell you about James. James, he's a former police officer, and basically he went on and he decided he wanted to be an actor. 
And I messed up earlier. I meant to say James was featured in Days of Our Lives, General Hospital, The L Word, Young and Relentless. He was a stunt double. He was a fight coordinator, and he had small films, and um, he was an actor in you know smaller roles in other films. I'm sorry. I think I said Tracker earlier. But when it came down to training Tracker's puppies, obviously he wanted to train those puppies. I mean, he loved tracker it was a they said it was his beloved german shepherd so basically he wins this competition and um it was called the quote golden clone giveaway and basically they presented the puppies to james james was pretty emotional during i'm gonna call it the ceremony and he said we're here to celebrate tracker's legacy that Tracker's legacy lives on in these three beautiful puppies. If they have the same attributes Tracker did, then hopefully they'll develop into world-class search and rescue dogs. And like I said, he trained the puppies, and he was training the puppies to be search and rescue dogs just like Tracker. And um, that's basically the story of Tracker. Um if you want to see pictures of him, obviously they're all over the internet, but if you want to see firsthand um, pictures and just different things um, that happened at September 11th or 9-11, as a lot of people call it, they have an exhibit up there. It's called Canine Courage, um, and it is at the 9-11 the Memorial and Museum in New York. So you can actually go and visit that and see all of the dogs because obviously Tracker was just one, one of the dogs that were there. And I want to say there was 20 dogs, but I might be wrong about that. Um, but yeah, you can go visit him there and hopefully his puppies, I would love to see what his puppies are doing right now. Um, if they're actually tracking or if they're just spoiled rotten with James. But, um, but yeah, that's the story of Tracker and his... I guess his work history and just him being heroic for the September 11th event that unfolded and then him pulling out someone that was still alive. So, yeah, that is my story. Um, I don't really have any thoughts this week. Um, I just want everybody to remember September 11th for what it was, how it changed us as a nation, and how... Um, it changed people's beliefs and just remember how united we were September 12th and the days to follow um, yeah so that's that's basically it that's all I'm going to say today just remember September 11th I know I always will and um, yeah you guys have a good rest of the week I hope you did get off today I know some people didn't like retail is the world's worst for it but I hope you guys have a good rest of the week and um, be safe out there. And yeah, so as always, be great and dream big.